With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, October 3rd, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. The way we do that is simple. We ask you to go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and write down your question. Now, the cool thing about the website is that it's always changing. There's always new content on there. So you probably want to bookmark it. For example, right now, what's new is that right next to the contact us button, there is a little extra box, an extra blue box. It says take poll. And if that's not enough for you, because maybe you didn't get the hint underneath in the middle of the page, it also says, take our poll. We're asking you to take our poll. It's two questions. Okay, guys, this is not extra credit. It's really easy. So take our poll. We will have a a couple of questions for you guys. All right. Now that being said, uh, once you actually contact us, if you say you want to come on the air, Mark does everything else. He does a great job in wrangling you guys and sort of shimmying you into my crazy schedule. So Mark, thank you again for that. Today, we are talking to Xander. He is on the line from Massachusetts. Hello, Xander. Is it leaf peeping season for you? It it is not. It will be soon, but it is not yet. All right. So I don't have to worry about going up north for any reason. What's on your mind today? How can we help you out? So my question is this. I have multiple sclerosis. I've had it for 30 years. Lately, I have been having mobility issues last five or six years, and I'm trying to figure out how do I need to adjust my retirement strategy knowing that there is a disability coming and knowing that things will be harder as I age? And um, yeah. That sucks. I'm so sorry. That is a rough diagnosis. So right now you're, you sort of been in treatment or you get some sort of therapy every now and again, are you on some sort of cadence where you know when you have to go and get medicines, et cetera, from the hospital, or do you have to do everything at home? What's your story? Well, the thing about MS is it's completely unpredictable Mm. so that I could be fine today and wake up tomorrow with an episode and be be more disabled. There are things that progress over time, but it's just sort of the condition of my life. And it's been, you know, everybody's got their thing. This is mine. Mm. Um, I wish you had a thing like this, like, oh, I have allergies. That's a thing. (laughs) You know, that's better than MS, right? So I'm sorry you have this one. And you said you're in your 50s, right? Yep. I'm 53. Are you married? I am. Okay. How old is your spouse? My wife is 56. Okay. Are you both working currently? We are. How much money do you make, Xander? Together? Oh, we... just you. Let's do you first. I want to isolate you two because there's actually a, there's an issue here that I want to make sure I understand. So okay. how much do you earn? 
I earn about uh, 72. Okay. And uh, how much does she earn? She earns uh, 150. I already like this whole situation right now. You married someone who makes more than you. Very smart. Mark and I married I someone thing. wonderful. What can I say? I know. Mark and I did the same thing. Wonderful. And they make more than us. So it's much, yes. much better. Believe me, we understand that. Do you have kids? Two kids. Um, one is 16, one is 18. 18 year old in high school or college right now? Uh, taking a gap year. She oh. actually took your advice from your book and said, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. So I'm going to take a year off or two or three until I figure it out. And then I will go and spend money on college. Oh, I like this chick. Uh, so right now working, living with you, what, what's, what are we um, doing? She is working abroad. I love this. Uh, 16-year-olds in high school? Yep. And you think college bound, probably? Probably. Okay. Do you guys have money saved for the kids for college or not? Uh, we have a little tiny 529. Uh, not much for that. We just sort of have our total investments in total okay. time. Got it. So Xander, on your $72,000, are you making con contributions to your retirement plan? I am. I am. Well, I have two things. I work at a university and as part of the benefits there, um, being that I'm over 40, I get an additional 10% of my salary immediately into a 403B. And then I make additional contributions. So I may contribute probably ten or $12,000 a year. Tell me about your wife. Is she also making retirement contributions? She is. She is. I think she she puts away probably 15 or 18. You guys live in a home. How much is your home worth? Well, according to Zillow, our house is worth about 725000 mm -hmm. I'm not convinced that we can get that much for it. But How about uh, if I say Let's 700 works. Okay, great. Is there a mortgage outstanding on it? There is. It's uh, about 300000 is this a house that you can navigate if you were to lose mobility even more? It is not, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Tell me about the money you guys have saved. So what do you have in retirement savings right now? We have between IRAs and 401ks, we have about 330000 And non-retirement? About 515 Through the university... Do you have disability insurance? I do. I actually looked it up to prep for this interview. 60% mm -hmm. um, of your basic monthly earnings. Interestingly, they continue the additional 10% into the 401. Wow. And it says my long-term benefits, my LTD benefits are payable until your normal Social Security retirement age. So I don't know if that means 62, 65, 71. So it usually means um, my guess is just given your age, it's like 67 is probably your full retirement age. That disability benefit is really great because you get paid 60%. Because it's an employer plan, it means that the 60% of your $72,000 will be taxable to you. If you bought it privately and you paid for it yourself, then it's not taxable to you. But because it's a benefit through the university, it would be taxable. It's okay. Given the situation, tell me, I mean, I know this is a crazy thing to say, but how much longer do we think you can actually keep working? I don't know. Um, I used to work sort of with my hands and be much more physical. And then about three, four years ago, I realized that that had a, a half-life. 
yeah. and um, taught myself how to code and how to program. So I moved into programming, which is what I do now. Um, so, all right, let's not even think about that because we have no yeah. idea. That's like a silly thing. What about your wife? Is she willing to kind of haul ass for, you know, 10 years or what, what do you think? It was up to her. She would retire tomorrow. Yeah, it's not up to her. It's up to us. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're kind of uh, resigned to the fact that we'll be working till we're 70. And we okay. can get that, that max out the uh, Social Security benefit. What are your expenses right now? We go through about 100, 110. And is there any bunch of money that you have squirreled away just in a... In a you gave me 515 in your non-retirement, but is that also include an emergency reserve fund or not? Yeah, the emergency reserve fund is included in that. Okay, good. So what is the game plan with the house situation? Like right now you can navigate it, but what do you think? Do you think, are you going to try to get through your youngest kid getting through high school and then maybe move? Like, what are you thinking right now? I, that, that is actually our thought right now is mm-hmm. we want to let her finish high school where she's at. Mm-hmm. And then uh, evaluate things in two years, and um, probably and end up moving, hopefully either around us or to a different town. So ideally, you would find yourself a nice ranch house, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea? Is it the same amount of money, a less amount of money? Like, what do you think? I'm guessing it's around the same amount of money. Okay. If we can, we can do it right. The 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 unknown is that. No matter where we buy, it's going to, we're going to need to do some work on it to make it uh, accessible. Fully. Yes. So right now, if we look at your combined income after you put money into your retirement accounts, do you have extra money every month? Uh, yes. About how much do you think? It's not a ton. Um, it's maybe a thousand or two thousand dollars. That's not nothing. It's not nothing. I mean, that's good. Do you happen to have the social security estimates for the two of you? I do. Woo, baby. Let Before you go to age 70, which is I know what you want to do, mm-hmm. go to your full retirement age, which is probably 67 for both of you. It would be mine is 1872. Yeah. My wife's is 2907. Are either of you entitled to a pension? We are not. And is there anything else in your, besides your obvious care and the situation that is like in front of you, are there any other issues that I need to be aware of, like family members, someone you want to be near, someone who's in trouble, people, I mean, I'm sure that everyone's like, no, we got to help you take care of yourself. But what do you, is there anything else out there? No, not really. I mean, we we have college coming up Mm -hmm. for at least one kid, if not both. The, the question of, of moving to an accessible house. You know, the one question that my wife has is she looks up and thinks maybe we should keep our house and rent it out. Um, and then, No way. You need liquidity. I thought you were going to say maybe you should keep your house and try to make it, you know, accessible, which is often difficult. Yeah. No, we looked into that and it was exorbitant. No, no. Um, you need, you're going to need the money. You need the mm-hmm. equity in your house. That's number one. So we need that four hundred thousand uh, dollars. What's the interest rate on your mortgage right now? Three point two five. And I presume you're not making any extra payments, right? Um, no, I was. I think I was paying an extra like fifty dollars or hundred dollars a, a month. Yeah, don't do that. Because especially okay. if you're going to sell it, there's absolutely no reason to do that. Okay, so I mean, you've got a nice chunk of money. Let, let's pretend, let's look ahead. You know, you've got expenses of 
well, maybe should I round it up? I feel like I should say 120 a year. You, because- you should round it up. I mean, one of the things about being disabled is, or one of the harder things is, like, for instance, I used to do all my own landscaping and I can't do that anymore. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Things just cost more, right? Yes. So we need to come up with probably another six grand a month from the, your portfolio for on top of social security, just to, you know, because you'll have taxes, et cetera. So we need, so we need to know, can we come up with six grand a month in let's call it the next 10 years? So right now you've got 800, let's call it 850. And it's not, I know it's not all working for you, but you do have, you are good savers. You're doing a great job. So, you know, if you just keep doing what you're doing in your retirement accounts, I think you should be in good shape. Mark, is it fair to say with their contributions in 10 years and some modest market appreciation, will we have $2 million off that 850? What do you think? How much are they putting in a year, roughly? So just look at it. Let's say, let's call it 15, say, say 25. Oh, wait, more than that. I'm sorry, because we've got 25 plus seven. So 32,000 a year because we've got the university putting money away. 10 years, it's uh, it's right around $2 million. Okay. Off of $2 million a year, pulling $6,000 a month is kind of doable. It really is. When we look at a normal withdrawal rate, what does that mean? It just means like, this is a back of the envelope thing, gang, so don't hold me to it. If you think about for every million dollars you save, you can probably pull about 30 to 35 grand a year. Okay. And that's kind of where I need you guys to be. So I think that the numbers will work. The issue for me is that if that were just that, like what we needed to do, you'd be okay. The house thing is a real deal. So I think that for the house, we don't know where interest rates are going to be in two years, right? You can see just how quickly interest rates can pop on us. But I do think that as we look ahead, you're going to need a mortgage. It may not be at three and a quarter percent, it may be more like four or something higher than that in the next couple of years. I think that, you know, it's going to require that you guys change the composition of your savings. I think you're going to have to put even you, I mean, it doesn't matter which one of you, but I think you're going to have to keep building up that non-retirement account and worry less about the retirement account because we're going to need some money to spend to make this house accessible for you. I think that that's going to be the priority. That sort of comes up the quickest. So we need to fund that. And you can't pay for your kid's college, I don't think. I mean, whatever the tiny 529 plans are, we need this money to work for you guys and you need that money. So I don't think that college funding is in your future. It doesn't mean that they can't go to college. It means that you say to them, you know, obviously they're not dumb. They know what your condition is. And, you know, you can say, take loans out and that's how we do it. And, you know, we're going to, we'll, we'll help you the best we can, but this is, this is the real deal. And, you know, if your older daughter is like, I don't know what I want to do. And, I really don't want to just spend the money like, okay, then that's okay. But, you know, maybe she wants to do some community college. She wants to take some classes. That's not a bad way to start the process. What I don't think is possible is for you to fund college, do the house and retire with security. Those three things cannot exist. So something has to give. Did you think that that was sort of going to be the the conversation we were going to have with you? 
No. <laughs> are you are you going to cry right now? Because I don't want to make you cry. No, I'll cry later after I get off the air. Mm, it all works out great as long as you don't need, as long as you don't have to stop working. It will be fine. You will be able to help them with college, but we can't plan on that. I, I don't see there being a better answer to this unless you have like stumbled onto a pot of gold behind my back. Have you? I don't know. Is there a pot of gold behind your back that I can find? No, there's a dog behind my back, but not a pot, a pot of gold. I mean, I just think that I think we have to be sober in our assessment because the situation requires that. And it sucks. All right. I don't want to give you this information. You're living with the situation. You already know it sucks. The financial aspect of it is that if you, Xander, were able to work for another 10 years and things are kept at bay and you could sort of deal with life in a different home, then you're going to probably be okay. But if in three years you really cannot work and you have to go on disability, the world is going to change for you. It's almost like we have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And preparing for the worst means that I think what we have to really think about is what is, this sounds terrible, like in the triage of your financial life, what seems to me the most important thing is this house. I mean, I guess the other thing is you could rent. I mean, there is a possibility, but you cannot, you can't rent like, you could rent an apartment that was all on one floor, can't rent a multi-floor townhome, and you'd still want to do something to that house or apartment to make it friendly and accessible for you. So, I mean, I guess there is a, there is a scenario where if you said to me, well, you know what? We can live in an apartment. It's all on one floor. It's three bedrooms. And we're going to rent for a while and see how this goes. And we have that $400,000 of equity. I guess that maybe we then have different choices. I think the problem with, with renting is that even, you know, to me, if I'm in a wheelchair, then making the kitchen accessible is, is a renovation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, I see that. bathroom yep. is a renovation. And so you end up putting a lot of money anywhere in. You're absolutely right. So that meant now means that like, can we go to a smaller home mm-hmm. in a less expensive suburb? That's possible. I don't know how probable it is given the, that all of Massachusetts right now is- Is insane, I know. Is insane, but yeah. things seem to be slowing down. All right. I mean, listen, we're going to have more information in the next- You're not doing anything for two years, so keep looking. In real time, I don't think- we should make the promise to the kids that we got college. Don't worry. I just don't think that that's a promise that we want to make. I hope you didn't make that yet. No, I didn't. I just, I feel terribly guilty. Oh my God. Help the kids out. If I saddle them with debt at the beginning of their work career. Should I, should I give you, let me, can I give you the counterfactual to that? You ready for your guilt trip? Listen, I'm Jewish girl from New York. Don't, don't mess around with me when it comes to guilt. You ready? Here's your guilt trip. Okay. So you say, oh, I'll pay for college. And then you should feel guilty because you will leave your wife short on retirement and you will leave your, you will deplete your money by paying for college. And then your wife will have to turn to her daughters when she gets older and says, boy, I made six figures for my whole life, but I still need help in retirement. I hope you can help me. How's that for guilt? I think that's appropriate because then you're guilting the children into helping you. You're passing the <laughs> guilt on to the next generation. I know. I don't see a problem with this job. I, I see. I see. The problem is that the mother, who's probably going to be the survivor, right? We have to imagine probably. that she's going to outlive you, that she's not going to want to do that. And that's not fair. Yeah. No, you are right. Right? Tri- again, triage of guilt. 
then really, I, I just, I think that it is possible that things do go better than we anticipate. And that's great. That's great. Then you can help them. It's just, you can't help them this second. You just can't. It's very dangerous for you guys to put yourselves in that position. And the worst of all scenarios, I mean, is that if you were to live a long time and then also require care, you need money. It's something you're living with, but the financial aspect of this can be very dangerous to a family. Jill, pardon me. Is this when you do the Oprah moment and you tell me that you're paying for my kid's college? Yes, that's exactly right. That is so true. Um, You know what? This is the moment where, here's what we say. We say that this is the moment where we say, no matter what, we are going to be here for you. We are not going to let you actually suffer alone. We are going to be here as this thing happens and we will get you back on the air whenever you want to come back. Absolutely. There's, you know, like we really, we want to be able to do this for you. And I'm sorry that it just, it's, it's a very grim situation, but it's also one that I'm so glad you spoke to us about it because, you know, we are very uh, focused on making sure that, you know, people do the best, make the best decisions they can. That's what we're trying to do with you. We're trying to help you make the best decision that you can. Thank you. No, I, right. I look, I think these are hard truths, but yeah. I think it's why I called. Okay. I know I'm going to ask this question. And so I'm sure you're aware that you must have your estate documents in place. And I'm, I'm guessing yes. Yeah, we are. We do, but we are in the process of updating all of those. Okay, good. Thank you very much. I really do wish you the best of luck and do stay in touch. So this is a tough one, gang, and we should all um, kind of count our blessings that, you know, things can happen in the blink of an eye. Xander and his family have been dealing with this for, uh, whatever, three decades now. And, you know, I think it's smart to be really considering what the future holds. And one of the things that we hope to do in having these conversations and airing these conversations is showing you all that it's not, you know, money is not the answer to everything, but it is an important component, especially when there are these larger issues, their health issues, their life issues that need to be addressed. So thanks to Xander for sharing the, his story with us. And thank you guys for tuning in. So um, if you would like to come on the air and talk about a difficult or a great situation, we don't care, whichever one, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, check the box that says you want to come on the air. Mark does everything else while you're there. Subscribe to the free weekly newsletter and pre-order the new book. Okay, so here we are. Let's do something nice for someone else today. You don't know who's struggling with big decisions like this in your life. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Let's all of us try to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace, and a little gratitude today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.